Tell me something now, boy Just hurting me and leaving me give you joy Hello, Pilla. Hey, Harrison, how are Hello. you? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you for coming on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good. I mean, it's been a long time coming, right? Yeah. We've been meaning to hook up over the years, it's, like it's to do while. an episode, but um, that hadn't happened. So no. yeah, it's good. Long time yes. coming. Yes, definitely. Um, for those who may not know you, for the one person who's living under a rock, <laughs> tell me, tell the listeners a bit about you, a little blurb. Oh, okay. So my name's Pilla. I'm a podcaster. I'm a producer. I started my career working in social media. So I would yeah. do social media for like reality TV shows, different mm-hmm. types of shows. And then I moved into podcasting and I co-hosted and co-produced a podcast called The Reality Tea. Yeah. Sad times it's not around anymore. <laughs> um, other than that, I produce other podcasts and I've just launched my own one called The No yeah. Approval Podcast, which is about social media and how it affects our lives culture and careers so yeah that's a bit about me okay so before we get on to the episode i always do something called poll of the week okay i choose a question i put it on instagram and people will vote and then give some responses so this week's poll of the week was is reality tv a good thing oh so which is quite a debate because i feel like some people are either like really pro it and some people are really like against it I yeah feel like there's like two extremes um it was 75 percent of people said yes it's a good thing whoop, whoop. which we like to hear and 25 percent of people said no but i feel like that's quite expected that kind of yeah amount. It's, it's so funny like i feel like reality tv is like marmite it's either hit yeah. or miss um, we were out the other day, I was out with a friend the other day and we bumped into, I don't really watch scripted shows much. Yeah. So we bumped into someone from EastEnders. She recognised right. them. So they ended up being put on our table because there was like no tables. So she was like, oh, it's Thingy from EastEnders. And I was like, who? And then he, <laughs> we got chatting and then he was like, so what do you what do you watch since you don't seem to know any of the things? I was like, I watch reality TV and him and his friend were like, oh my gosh, that's oh. absolute trash. Uh, they were really against it. They were so against against it people sent some responses in response to the question so i've got three here which we can discuss the first one is i do think it's a good thing but i do feel like it's a bit of an escape from reality for some people which is a good thing yeah as their reality may not be as good as they're watching they may want to escape that and see something completely different you know what do you think about that yeah i think it's so true like for me i see it as the perfect escapism yeah also because i think because part of me knows that it's true as well. Yeah. It's just nice to see like how the other side are living. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. it's good that it's not my reality because we're seeing people get like cheated on. Yeah. yeah. They're throwing things, they're throwing glasses of water. Yeah. Like I don't want none of that drama yeah. in my real life. So yeah. <laughs> let me watch someone else's life. Yeah. <laughs> and also sometimes they can be like you know, you know, like when you're a certain kind of person, like if you're a shy person, sometimes you like watching like how a confident person moves right. through life, how they react to different yeah. things. So that's what I love about reality TV. Yeah, it's a complete opposite. Like you can just watch Selling Sunset and just imagine that you are moving into that 40 million dollar mansion. Ab- you know, absolutely. You can just envision it. I don't need to live it myself, but I'm going to live it Christine do you know it, exactly I mean? or do you know what or if you're in a situation you're like what would Christine do right yeah <laughs> yeah 100% yeah definitely um the second one here is I think it's a good thing but I prefer the old reality tv where it was more realistic and people on the shows had better intentions for being on the shows oh that is think? such a good one it is good because like big brother back in yeah. the day was like tv gold mm-hmm. but then now since like 
somebody like Molly May confessed, which yeah. I actually respect her for doing because yeah. no one else is being honest. No. She confessed. Like, I went on there to be an influencer. Yeah, and she Exactly. And she got what she wanted off the back of that. Yeah. So, in that respect, like, people going there with an intention. So, some people go in there and they're really protective of their brands before they go yeah. on. And a lot of people have brands already, like, before yeah. they go on a show. And everybody knows the number one thing is you've got to protect your brand. Yeah. So, you can't be on TV acting crazy. Do you no, know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, five years ago on Love Island, people were literally just doing whatever the hell they wanted because there was no kind of consequences to it because there was no intention there. Exactly. They forgot that their parents watched TV. They, they, were, they were doing everything. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot where I'm like, oh my God, I hope your like, aunt isn't watching this. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and then the third one here is reality TV can be quite biased and can cause long-term negative effects for those on the shows if they're not portrayed in a positive light or how they wanted to be. Mm. That is interesting with reality TV, isn't it? Yeah, so I think there's two things on that. I think part of it has to go with the contestant. Yeah. And the other half has to go with the production team. Yeah, the editing. and Because let's be honest, like, we've watched reality TV for many years now. Yeah. So you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. Right. And you've seen enough of the success stories and the not so success stories to know what can happen you might not it's so it's so crazy to me that people was like oh i didn't like how i was edited but you've watched you know this you've watched love island for four years so that's it you've seen them all say it when they come out exactly so you might think that um and you've got to remember people are recording for like 20 these cameras 24 hours a day you mess up that one hour and the re- if the rest of your storyline is dry, that's what they're going to give us, yeah, okay? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, if you trip over, but you were boring the rest of the day, we're going to see you trip over. E- like. Exactly. And then yeah. the rest of it is on the producers and yeah. the and the production company just making sure like there's a properly a duty of care. Yeah. But at the end of their day, their job is to give us, who love reality TV, yeah. some entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, I wanted to talk about podcasts in general. Do you listen to podcasts? I assume you do. What podcasts yeah. do you like to listen to? Do you have any favourites? I, I I like loads of podcasts. Mm. So I'm a I love interview podcasts. So yeah. I'm really I'm really big fan of Elizabeth Day. Yeah. Um, How to Fail. Yeah, I love I like that. that. I'm I'm really enjoying Stephen Bartlett's podcast. Really enjoying that. I'm loving that. Yeah. Um, I also like like um. You know, the chatty one. So, like, the Receipts podcast. Yeah. I like that. Uh, and I recently got into, like, documentary-style podcasts. So, mm. I have really enjoyed We Crashed. It's about, do you know, right. WeWork. No. WeWork is, like... Is, it was made to be like this cool workspace people can go right. to work from. Oh. And all, that's where all the tech companies come yeah, out of. A, right, okay. So, um, they've just... Made, so, I listened to the podcast, but they've just made a TV show about it on Apple. Right. I haven't watched this, the show yet, so that's going to be my next thing. But I'm really enjoying, like, documentary-style podcasts. What other podcasts do I like? Oh, I really liked this podcast. It seems to have stopped. It was, stopped. It was called Close Friends. Did you hear of it? No. It was, like, these three best friends, and right. they were on the podcast, um, and they all work in, like, social media. Right. So, well, like, one, that out. One's, like, a food influencer, and then the other uh-huh. two, like, run a social company together. Right. So, um, that was really good. And Harsh Reality, I'm enjoying as well. I love um, any 
any kind of chatty podcast to be fair because I feel like they're so good at just being in the background like there's, yeah. there's no you can just be doing other stuff while having podcasts on all the time do you know what I mean they're yeah. so easy to get through um what have you been watching at the moment then so coming away from podcasts there yeah. any tv shows that you're binging at the minute Oh, at the moment, I am watching some stuff on Netflix. I've just watched this new reality show called Young, Famous and African. Um, So I don't, it's nice to watch that to to see what it's like on the other side of the world. The trauma is just as much. I've been recommended (laughs) that. Is that worth a watch? Yeah, it's worth a watch. But it is like, um, Okay, let me put it like this. When you watch Love Island, yeah. you there's some there's some of you that has grace because you're like everyone's young and just learning. Yeah. These women are definitely a lot older right. and just acting a hot mess. Like <laughs> one of the women, her she's was with her husband since they were like fifteen. So like childhood sweethearts that yeah. got married or whatever. And when she had her first child, yeah. it turned out to be his fifth child because he'd been having kids outside of their relationship. Oh. Yeah. And it's just like, like you're a grown woman. Like, you need yeah. to know, like, when you're not being treated correctly, you leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the only thing I would say is a bit disturbing about that show. Is actual adults. Like, yeah, you're yeah, actual like, adults, and this shouldn't, this should not be a thing. I've been watching Bel Air, which is, like, the remake of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right. I'm absolutely loving that. I hate remakes. I think, like, why touch a classic? Yeah. But this is done so well. Like, they've really made it for, like, the social media generation. Like, mm. TikTok is all up in there going live on instagram yeah. it's just made for now so yeah. it's had a nice like refresh so i'm enjoying that and obviously i'm counting down the days till selling sunset is oh back my God. <laughs> is it the 14th or something like something that? like that it's like literally this month is coming back so i think it's like in less than two weeks oh i, I can't wait so i'm so excited about that so excited for that I, what did you think of series four i thought it was um I thought it was good yeah so i'm enjoying it yeah i thought it was good but i did think it got it felt like the cattiness was real like at the end so you know when it was like it was a bit like christy do you know what i felt okay let me Go just on. tell you what i really felt. Okay. <laughs> but i feel like the men shouldn't get involved right if you know what I mean. Because yeah. I did feel like all their partners were getting involved yeah. a bit too much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they should just be left to their devices. I feel yeah. like when their partners get involved, it should be like, um, it just feels a bit more like really, there's cattiness and people yeah. expect people to be catty. But then when your family and friends are getting involved, yeah, it just seems a bit more much. vicious. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like mean. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. like mean girls kind of yeah. vibe. Um, I felt a bit sorry for Christine actually, because I feel like she doesn't, didn't have anyone on her corner. No. I really loved her birth story. Yeah. Um, Amanda's storyline. I was just like, I just did not see that coming. And I really just love Amanda because yeah. it's just like, You've spoken to her a couple of times now, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've interviewed... I've interviewed her three times. Right. <laughs> so I've interviewed her three times. She seems really lovely, like a really She nice is person. great, and she's so honest and absolutely just love her. And I'm really looking forward to a different storyline for her this time around. Like, yeah. I want to see her having fun. I want to yeah. see her selling houses. Yeah. I want to see... She said that she might bring her new boyfriend on. She told me on my podcast that she might bring her new boyfriend on this yeah. season. So that'll be exciting to see. And yeah. I want to see, like, Christine, like make up with the other girls yeah do you know what i mean just want to see everyone like 
being the bosses that they, they are, are exactly like we like drama like we watch reality tv we'd be lying if we said we didn't like drama but you're right there is that it's, it feels like it's gone a bit past that line where it's like oh it's so hectic now like it's gone past the selling houses point yeah there's a like we like a little bit of shade but yeah. not like <laughs> there's a lot now yeah what yeah. are you watching what am I watching? Oh, see, I feel like I just binge watch YouTube and like old reality shows. Um, Made I in do Chelsea, love YouTube. I'm back on. Made in Chelsea started on Monday. Oh, so okay. I'm back on that. Love Made in Chelsea. Um, what else have I been watching? I'm waiting very patiently for the Kardashians. Oh, which we my haven't even discussed. How oh my gosh, I cannot I mean, wait. I seriously, I'm like really counting down the days. Because I also like, um, I I saw. I didn't I haven't read the whole thing, but I saw some I think they've done a new interview and this time the new interview is about um Kim's relationship with Pete. And she's just saying, Oh, like, you know, I'm a relationships person, so if I'm gonna be featuring someone on the show, of course it means that I'm spending a lot of time with them. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm ready for the new era yeah. of like Kim K. I think she's at that point where she no longer cares what people think about her. Yeah. Because really and truly, like she really has gone from Kanye to Pete, and I'm here for it. Yeah, like we yeah, yeah, we yeah, should yeah, not yeah. have to hollow like in our heartbreak. Like we need yeah. to keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on from that. <laughs> we keep it moving. Yeah, and that's what she's doing. And yeah, I love that for her. Yeah, agreed. I'm really excited, and I'm excited to see like Courtney's new relationship. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like we haven't we've seen it, but we don't know much about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of mystery there. I feel like I want to know, like, the insights of how the relationship actually is. And she seems so happy. Yeah, and it's like, does. we saw her with Scott for so long, yeah. like, on, off, on, off. I'm just happy that she's happy because I feel like they yeah. give her a hard time overall. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I am looking forward to that show. I really am. Um, I wanted to go on to the kind of podcast industry you obviously yes. work in the podcast industry and in the media industry yeah and you've been doing it for a while now haven't yeah, yeah, you how yeah, long yeah. have you been doing it podcast specifically yeah. podcast specifically has been three years see podcasts weren't a thing three years ago like that was when <laughs> I kind of started with the podcast that wasn't a thing if I said a podcast they're like what an audio but like what like there's a lot of confusion there whereas now everyone their mom their auntie and their dad has a podcast everybody has a podcast so like dogs really, are having podcasts yeah, now yeah literally um what did you see in podcasts then from the beginning because you must have thought this is going to be something or it must have intrigued you what intrigued you about it before it was something that everyone did Oh, that's such a good question. To be honest with you, like the opportunity presented itself. So at the time I was working at ITV. I'm a yeah. freelancer, so I was freelancing at ITV. Right. And um, what better, apart from like helping tweet about a show such yeah. as like a Love Island. Yeah. What better than to talk about it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but it was risky because I didn't know if... Um, we were only commissioned for six episodes. Right. So that was like six weeks worth of work. Yeah. And I had a very regular, consistent right. gig. Yeah. But I just thought, I just thought, this is just like a once in a lifetime yeah. opportunity. Yeah. And um, I loved reality TV. So I thought like, actually, I've been doing this for a while now. Like, you can't get better. So there's, there's one year that I think was specifically good <laughs> for on the show yeah and i thought to myself like it's not gonna get better that that was the peak right for, okay. for in terms of my position at work right i thought that was the peak for that we're not gonna recreate that so let me go into something else because actually yeah. in the office we had 
I used to initially do it with Raj and we worked together. Yeah. So me and Raj had opinions all of the time. Yeah. And I think our team was just sick and tired of us. So I just uh, thought, uh. like, we need to get these out there. So, yeah. I didn't I didn't know what it would turn into, to be honest. I didn't know I'd be sitting yeah. here three years later, like, deep in podcasting now. Yeah. I just thought, okay, let's try this thing for six weeks and see what happens after that. Started doing it, fell in love. Yeah. How long did you do it for overall? Oh, um, it's 2017, I think like two years or just yeah. under two years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any favorite moments from doing that? Favorite episodes, favorite people you got to speak to? I know that's like the hardest question ever because whenever anyone asks me, I'm like, I'm not answering that. But you must have some favorite people or things that have happened on the show. Uh, like shocked, like when they're like, you've got this person and coming on, you're like, wow. Well, we booked all our own guests. Oh, we did, did ev- Yeah, we did everything. Like, we did it all. Uh, yeah, we didn't edit it. We had a right. producer that edited it. Um, but we were booking all our own guests. Right. So I think a, one of the first key ones, well, our first guest was Bobby Norris. Right, yeah. So, um, From TOWIE. Yeah. So that was a big one because it was a first. And we're like, oh my gosh, we've yeah. been watching Bobby, making assets with Bobby for so long yeah. that actually to sit there with him and he was such a laugh, like yeah. that was a big one. Getting um, Sharif, do you remember when he was kicked yes. off of Love Island? Oh my God, yeah. And we had him after his exclusive. I think it was with like The Sun. So that yeah, was such was. a big deal for us. Yeah. That was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah, um, Christine. Yeah. Because that's before the show really blew up. We were yeah. out in LA. So we'd gone out to LA. Um, I had gone for like a work conferency thing. Yeah. And then we met in LA afterwards. And we were like, let's see who we can get on. Yeah. And we managed to book Christine. And we were like, okay, we need to find a studio. And she was like, what do you mean find a studio? Come to my house. <laughs> so we went to that, yeah, the house you see the on the house, show. The one with like where you drive in in the garden. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, um, oh like God. we went, she is, do you know what? Like, reality TV is made for people like Christine because she understands how yeah, to play the game. Yeah, in yeah, person, yeah, yeah. she's actually one of the loveliest people that mm. you'll ever meet, but she just yeah. understands her assignment yeah. as a villain yeah. on the show. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, it's she's a amazing. It's show. It's entertainment. Like, that you're not going to watch a drama show that's scripted and people just be like, lovely. Yeah. Hi, I'm Brian. Like, it doesn't happen. You want the drama. So reality shows are just giving that, but with real people and the real storyline, you know. How was that going to... Ha- that must have been so surreal. Oh, my gosh. We couldn't believe it. Like, we're just like, oh, my gosh, we're going to Christine's house. And then was it like, an incredible house? Oh, like, yeah. It's a, an amazing house. And she had... Um, she's shown it before, like, on the show, yeah. on YouTube and stuff. She has this room. So we were, like, in her games kind of room. And then she has a bar, yeah. which has all the bottles of champagne, <laughs> like, that you oh can dream of. And then she has, like, a movie room and it literally has one of those neon lights that says Netflix and chill that was just like I will never forget that because I was like oh that's such a cool thing to like have in your house so she was I would say she was one of the big ones and then also I would say getting like Joanna as a yeah. guest and then her turning into a co-host yeah that was quite how that was did fun. that situation happen like how did she go from that because obviously you needed to find another co-host did you just feel that she was the one for it yeah she, we had to do you we, we so we like auditioned a couple of people and she was just like like Joanna's so chatty yeah. she's so relatable she's just got such a good personality mm. and she's bubbly she's likable she was just the person for the show and yeah. I think the fact that we'd already had an episode with her, it meant like our chemistry was already there. 
So it was just hers. Yeah, that's true. You knew how it was going to go down. Yeah. 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 You'd seen it in action. Exactly. So yeah. she was just the, and ev- everyone agreed. Like I didn't make the final choice because uh-huh. I was like, okay, there's a whole team. Yeah. That's the other thing. When you, when you're working in podcasts that are not independent podcasts, you have to understand there's so like, many more people there's to so it. many more people to it. Like everyone at every level, like I wouldn't, as, as like a, a, a host and a producer, I wouldn't make the final say. No. There's no. a million people above you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that make those is. days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of went on to, well, you've always been doing it with the producing side of yeah. things and you went into producing podcasts and mm-hmm. stuff. What is the process for producing a podcast for you? Not your own podcast yeah. when you're producing other podcasts. What's that process? Because obviously I know, but there are a lot of people that wouldn't even know where you start. Like, yeah, do you yeah. write questions? Like, all things like that. What's the process from, like, booking the guest or or working with the people and planning the episode to clicking publish okay so the first thing no you one. have to do so it's different when you're independent you come up with your own idea yeah. you figure out how to record it yeah. and you go right exactly so first of all when you're doing a podcast specifically yeah. for brands or broadcasters that's yeah. getting you need to get a commission that's what right. it's called so you get a commission in order to get a commission, you have to have a solid idea. Yeah. So there's a lot of time spent doing what we call like a pilot episodes, like yeah. piloting. So you might pilot a couple of episodes first. Um, so the first thing is just having a strong idea as in like, what is this podcast about? Who is this podcast for? Yeah. And then you move into format. So a format is like, you know, like you said, you have a poll that you do weekly. Yeah. So that's like a segment within a right. format. So you have to have a format. And the format means how is this podcast going to be structured yeah. every single week? Right. Okay. So you come up with a format um, and the format, you, you have to think about ways that the format will suit the audience. Yeah. So, for example, when we did the reality, we used to have people sending um sending in like voice notes sending yeah. in emails so we did voice notes and emails but the voice notes came to our emails yeah some of the other podcasts i work with one of the others the audience is like mainly like a gen z tiktok audience mm. so we were like well email's not gonna work no. like who, who's no. gonna be sending emails yeah so we created a whatsapp line specifically right. for them so you gotta think about that like who's the audience the how target audience exactly match, yeah. how are you gonna create community around them how can you get yeah. them involved in your episode every single week yeah um so yeah format is big and thinking of what your segments are going to be. Yeah. That's big. And it needs to be a, a format that is repeatable. Yeah. How how are you going to make it last every week forever? Like, is there enough with it? Exactly. So you, you do that. And as well, like, segments are about the beginning, the middle, and the end of a right. podcast. Yeah. So it has to have a beginning, it has yeah. to have a middle, and it has to have an, an end. Yeah. The only thing that I would say is different is maybe, like, chatty podcasts. But even chatty podcasts... To kind of stand out, it's good if you have that thing that is yeah. that you're known for. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's for sure. So that even like, for example, the girls' bathroom. Sophia yes, Chintzia, I love their podcast. I love them. I actually really them. like. I love. I love the whole world they've created. I love yeah, the podcast. I do. Um, I love their Instagrams. The I love their YouTube. Yeah. I love that. Um, they've got like game cards. Yeah. Absolutely love what those girls I think do. They've smashed it with the brand bringing a podcast into a brand it's, yes. it's a well-known brand and their podcast is obviously very chatty and as much as there there is the kind of structure around people sending the dilemmas in I- imagine there wasn't and it's just the chatty thing they always have their question of the week so yes that's how there's poll of the week here so there's that thing that everyone knows is coming every week yeah, even though ex- you don't know what the dilemmas are you know there's that one thing that's going to be there exactly 
So that's that's no, that's a perfect example. So yeah. that's what it is. Then after that, weekly, like once you get into production, yeah, you now have to start thinking about editorial. Yeah. So editorial is like, what topics are we gonna cover every yeah. single week? Yeah. Now, like doing a podcast that's based around popular culture, yeah, is very tricky because you have to find the balance about talking about what is in like what's in the news at the moment what's mm. trending on twitter what's everyone on tiktok is doing yeah what is the thing on instagram but you've got to remember if you're not like um you've got you've got to try and find a balance of talking yeah. about that stuff but also not missing the boat because if you record on a tuesday sure. and then it's out like on a friday or the week later then your your content isn't going to be evergreen. For so sure. if your podcast is about like what's happening in the world, it's got to be in real time. It's got to be in real time. Like yeah. you've got to be like fast. You've got yeah. to be quick. The reality, there'll be times we'll book guests and they'll cancel on the day. Like it's not for the faint hearted. No, no, yeah, <laughs> not for the mean. faint hearted. No, at all. Things can happen even during recording. Things oh yeah. It's like, oh, I've got it. Like. There's the SD something. card, there's yeah. this has happened, that's happened, but yeah. you've got to be like proper on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another thing is people discover podcasts at different times. So someone might discover your podcast a year after you've started it. So yeah. where you can try and do things that are evergreen, do you know what I mean? Because then mm. if a topic is evergreen, it can last a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then what happens after that? So then you've gone into production, then I guess recording. Yeah, so you go into production, so that would be every week. Some people, you, it's so interesting, like, speaking to different, like, friends and peers in the industry. Mm. Like, some people do their solely on, like, WhatsApp. Other people do it on Zoom. Yeah. Other people have physical meetings. Yeah. So people do their editorial in various ways. Yeah. Um. So I... And also, I would suggest like having some form of editorial calendar. Mm-hmm. They w- the one thing I hate is I hate working on, and it's so interesting. I'm going to say this because when you work in social media, mm. your life is literally like what's happening, what's happening, what's happening, yeah, what's happening. Constant. But now I'm just like when I'm moving into podcasting, if I'm not working on a show like that, I like to not chase my tail. So right. I like to have an editorial calendar, like already start thinking about what's happening yeah. next week. Yeah. Okay, what we're we recording in two weeks' time. Okay, there's mm. this kind of like Valentine's Day is yeah, coming up, yeah, Mother's yeah. Day, summer's around the corner, the Queen's Jubilee. Like, yeah. how can you make your podcast um, fit into what's happening in the world editorially? Yeah. Um, so those are things we look out for. Then it's recording. So once you're all happy with your format and your editorial for the week, then you go into recording the episode. Mm-hmm. And then when you're recording the episode, like hands down, the more prepared you are, the better the episode is. Yeah. Um, and then also just kind of like keeping in time where you can because everybody knows sometimes editing can be a nightmare. Like yeah. especially when you have to make those editorial decisions, what's gotta be cut? Like yeah. the more like tight your planning is, the better like I'm sitting we're sitting opposite each other. I can yeah. see you've got a full on plan. Like yeah. you know how this game goes. Yeah. You understand <laughs> the assignment. Yeah. So having that plan is yeah. so important. Then you can record to time. There's less editing. There's less cutting yeah. out. Then when you're working with broadcasters, you've got to think about, and brands, you've got to think about a thing called compliance. Mm-hmm. Um, so compliance is if somebody, you know, things that y- your audience need to be aware of. Yeah. So think about things such as watershed. Like, is there any adult themes? Has somebody yeah. sworn? Yeah. Are they swearing? Is you there put like the explicit tag on it and exactly. just things like that. You and, have to. 
And if you're talking about certain themes, maybe get your presenter to be like, um, oh yeah, trigger warning. Right. We're going to talk sure. about this. Yeah. Yeah. So that so that it's a good listening experience for everybody because yeah. people are triggered about different things, and you've yeah. got to make sure that you 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 care about yeah. your listeners. And also as a business as well. Let's just say I were to jump a sponsor on this episode, and we've joked about something that maybe we find funny but could offend people. Let's say, for example. I'm then not sponsorable of this yes. episode. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because it doesn't fit. So you have to think of it as a business. If a sponsor is going to go back to my episodes and they're swearing and it's all messy and we're talking about things that aren't quite appropriate, they're going to be like, well, we've got no clue what Harrison's about to come <laughs> out with. So there's nobody want to do this. So you have to build that trusted source between you as a business, not only as just a show. 100%. That's it. 100%. And it's really interesting that you say that because I think a lot of independent podcasters don't think like that, yeah. but you are already thinking of it. yourself. You're I'm like a it. brand, a <laughs> business, you know? <laughs> yeah, I try to be. I try to be. Okay, so that's your, your process. And then when it comes to publishing, yes, do you do all of that? How do you think about the description, stuff like that? Do you go right down to the finer detail? Yeah, so descriptions, um, so titles... Your title's got to yeah. be like, not clickbait, but think of like podcasting it's clickbait. Draw you in. Yeah, yeah, it's got to draw yeah. somebody yeah. in. I say think of a title as like what you would put as an Instagram caption. Yeah, trying to make make sure that it it brings it it's can, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's attention grabbing, yeah. but also it kind of is not misleading. It needs yeah. to yeah. kind of say something about the episode. Yeah. And depending on what kind of show you're on, like not every show is like that. Like if you're working on a news ty- newsy type podcast, yeah. you just you know you just make it explicit. That's what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the ty- the descriptions. It's good to try and have a different description every single week yeah. so that people know exactly what they're getting. And then also that will help with your SEO when people are searching right. for so your... Right, comes up. Exactly, so you come up. So if you are talking about reality show, like if you're talking about Selling Sunset, yeah. put it in the description somewhere. If you're talking about Christine, because sometimes people, when people become like a fan of somebody or a stan of somebody, yeah. they just go searching like, yeah. what other podcasts have they 100%. done? What interviews have they done? And, and if they're when typing I'm that interview- in- When I'm interviewing someone and I want to prepare for that interview with someone, I'm going to search, you know, Brian, let's see what he's been on. Let's learn about what how he is with an interviewer. Let's So w- once I've searched the name, it then all comes up. So you want to make it easy to bring people in, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you publish it and then do you go into the marketing side of things with the promotion? yes. So that's the final stage of the long process. So the final stage is um, the promotion. So Mm -hmm. that's twofold. One of it will be the talent will do their thing on social media. But you've also then the brand or the broadcaster will do their thing and you've got to prepare assets. So that's about choosing a couple of clips from your recording that you think will do best on like TikTok is becoming quite big for podcasts in yeah, general it really is. I, po- I mean i posted one clip of last week's episode first ever video i did don't yeah. have any following on it and it got sixteen thousand views wow so if you get it that. right with tiktok you know you you've smashed it you oh know? yeah so many people are growing off the back of tiktok yeah. and not enough people are talking about this no. like people are literally going into the like apple podcast charts yeah. based off the back yeah. of being discovered on tiktok like tiktok yeah. is not to play with no. like you need to be on it like yeah. you need to be across it yeah so it's it's a even the reviewing thing on spotify now I've yes i feel like that's jumping people up the charts and stuff like that it's 
say rate me five stars, please. But <laughs> make sure you do. That's a new feature as well that Spotify have brought in. Spotify are on it with podcasts, don't they, you think? There's now the video feature. Love so that. Call her daddy. Do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Alex Cooper has got that down to a T. Oh my gosh, I she's did that great. A couple of episodes ago, we we properly filmed it and did all the angles and stuff like that. So I feel like that is, yeah, it's, once it's you get the them future, clicks, yeah. you can promote it with that. Because, like, now people who are into YouTube are yeah. now getting into podcasts. And a lot of people, like, don't like listening to podcasts. They're, mm-hmm. like, watching, especially yes. the new people coming into podcasts. Yeah. They prefer to watch it or, like, put it on in the background with some visuals. So yeah. just keeping it. But it's not easy to do that. Like, listen, you need a massive team. Oh, you need a big old budget. Yeah, it's not it for is. everyone. You just got to do what you can. Yeah. I say if you can't yet do, like, the big scale things just yeah. do the mini things or over on tiktok and stuff yeah. so yeah, yeah sure. you gotta just pick up a couple of assets so we will do some specific for like instagram tiktok and twitter and then a different spec for youtube because youtube will yeah. be like a bit of a longer clip yeah and then that audience is there is a bit different so we'll do about three or four clips a week yeah, yeah for yeah. a podcast i'm working on so it's a it's a it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot, but it's worth it, isn't it? It is worth it. It really is. Um, before we go on to the last segment, I wanted to touch on your podcast, the No Approval Podcast. Yeah. Talk to me about the podcast. Why did you want to do it? And what? how did you go about then doing it, thinking the ideas and stuff like that? Okay, so... I made about social media because that's what my career yeah. has mainly been around. That's how my career started. And it's what you're interested in as well and you know about. You yeah, know? it's what I'm interested in one and I know about. And also I ha- I've had a c- bit of a career change and I wanted, like, as I step away from doing social media management, like yeah. there was a time I was live tweeting during shows or yeah. I was uploading on Instagram and Twitter. But I don't do that as much. Yeah. I've, I've moved into more like consultancy campaigns like um producing podcasts longer form content so i wanted to still tap into the social media world about having to do that so i thought the podcast would be the best way to do that and the name no approval basically means when you work in social media you get a tweet approved like 10 times before it even goes out so it was just like first for for the first time in a long time i'm like there's no approval needed just my own content me and then out that's it yeah yeah, no, that's nice. It's a nice way of looking at it. It's on theme and it's on brand, but it's also like not obvious. Like there's people want to know what what does that mean? Yeah, that, you know, quick fire Q and A. Okay, so let's go for it. Couple of words, quick answers. Um, I've got ten questions. So okay. the first one is, what's something that makes you happy? Food. How do you feel about change? Scary but necessary. What's something that motivates you? Oh, my future. What are you doing now that past you would be proud of? having my own podcast what's a piece of advice you've been given that stuck with you oh a piece of advice um you can do anything is there a conversation you've had that stuck with you and what was it um yes I have had loads of conversations that have stuck with me (laughs) what's one of the best ones that I can think of um do you know what actually the conversation with Amanda Smith from mm. Selling Sunset. Yeah. Um, and she was just like, her story is just incredible. But she was saying something like, she was like, I'm coming for everything. Like, I'm coming for it all. And she also said that when she's been through stuff, she said, I've been through stuff for a reason. And that's why I talk about things. I embrace the bad yeah. things that have happened to me and turn it into good things for good other things. people. Yeah, I yeah. like that. What's one thing you like to do in your spare time? Go to the gym. What's a song that reminds you of a memory and what's the memory? Oh, 
Um, I would say we found love, Rihanna, right. and it reminds me of holidays. I like that. <laughs> um, where's a place that's special to you and why? Um, Dubai, because I just live my best life. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and how are you going to spend the rest of your day? It's currently five o'clock. I have to. I have to go home. I'm going to go home and I'm going to cook some salmon and some like vegetable. That. I'm, you know, trying to get snatched for summer. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. Um, and then finally, you guys know, and you know, we end the episode on a quote of the week. So I'll give mine and then Pilla, you can give yours. Okay. This one, it's not really a quote, but it's something to say. Um, and it's inspired by the fear of being average. Oh. I like that. You know, be different and embrace those differences because it's, it's a good thing. You know? Yeah. I What's love your that. quote of the week? Mine was, I was going to say live your best life, but I've already said that. So mine is actually going to be, um, they tried to bury us, but they didn't know that we were seeds. Right. So I love that. You grow. You grow. Exactly. I so that, that means like whatever happens, you're going to grow from it. So yeah. don't get too stuck. I love that. Well, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. I've absolutely loved chatting to you. Thanks for having me. I finally met the infamous Harrison. There you go. You've met me finally. (laughs) Um, Thank you very much for coming on. Listeners, rate us five stars. And I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.